Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon, and this is episode 27. If you have never listened to the podcast before and this is your first time here, welcome. I'm stoked that you're here. I'm pumped, actually, and thank you so much for checking it out. I do encourage you to go back and listen to episodes 0, 1, and 2. Those are kind of the three that more or less wrap up what the whole podcast purpose of this podcast is, but to save you some time before you go back and listen to all that stuff, the Strength of Body and Mind podcast and uh, also Sobam Gear Company, you know, the company that I'm building kind of alongside this, really was built upon one pillar of belief, and that's something that I have come up with over time, and what that is is that us as people, humans, we have a body-mind connection that I believe to be widely misunderstood and widely misunderstood to the point where not enough people are educated on even the fact that that is a thing and more importantly what it can do for you so how powerful that that connection really is and when I talk about the mind-body connection and the strength of body and mind what I'm really talking about is I personally believe that the more emphasis that people put on taking care of their bodies and the more emphasis and energy they put into uh building up their physical attributes, not necessarily like a specific muscle thing or anything like that or strength, but just the more emphasis they put on becoming healthy physically, the more, as a result of doing that, the more positive energy that they can develop in their mindset and their perspective and um, the better their outlook is, the more confidence they have, the more self-worth and drive and self-belief that they develop. And then... What happens from that is people develop a an even higher level of, of interest and energy output towards continuing to develop healthy physical attributes. And then the more they do that, the more it continues to feed their mindset more. And then they end up in this cycle. This is something that I personally believe. I've seen it over and over again. I, I've seen it myself back from when I was 80 pounds overweight and obese to... Uh, losing all of that and becoming where I'm at now, uh, which also along the way where, where I started, I was uh, someone that definitely didn't have any self-confidence, definitely didn't believe in themselves. I had no self-worth whatsoever, uh, very down on myself day in and day out. And I was able to go from that to someone who's completely opposite of that. And I owe it all to uh, the clarity, the moment of clarity that I had where I was able to to decide, I was able to get myself into a mental state where I was able to make the decision to actually put energy into taking care of myself physically. And then as a result, I completely turned around my mental perspective. Anyway, that is what the strength of body and mind is all about. And that is something that I'm trying to educate people on across the globe. That is my my passion, and that is what this podcast is for. So the way this is structured is 
uh, two times a week. We put out a podcast Tuesdays is going to always be more of a physical based podcast. So it's going to be more about training, exercising, nutrition, diet, muscles, uh, things in the body, the anatomy, uh, stuff like that. And then the Thursday episode, the second episode of every week is going to be more of the mental side of things. So perspective, clarity, um, positivity, you know, things like that. Um, goal setting, you know, all the things that, that are more, you know, more mental focused and uh, mental centric and mindset centric. So today's episode anyway, is all about growing muscle. In fact, these are the things that I'm about to share with you are three key tips. All right. These aren't like bullshit high in the sky tips. These are three key actual actionable, (laughs) actual actionable uh, tips for growing muscle. These are for people who are interested in putting on muscle. Okay. Now, a lot of people have a lot of trouble putting on muscle. Okay, for a whole bunch of different reasons. And I'm going to describe some scenarios that you may be in or know people that are in. But first and foremost, what I want to say is if you are interested in building any type of physique, any type of physique whatsoever, whether that's a bodybuilding type physique, right, with a lot of show muscles and you're interested in competing and posing and things like that, or you're you're interested in being like a model, right, uh, and being a fitness model, so just, you know, building a lot of muscles, but not too bulky and kind of, you know, staying trim and being really cut, um, that kind of thing. Or maybe you're just kind of like, you know, your average person and, you know, you work a desk job, but you want to get in really good shape, right? You want to, you want to like what you see when you look in the mirror. Okay. You want to go to the beach. You want to be able to take your shirt off and be comfortable, right? And feel like you look good. Like you're, you're in the top few percent of the people on that beach, right? And, uh, all of those are, are fine. Right? All those goals are, are great. Any goal is actually a great goal. Uh, and no matter what goal you have, you need to build some muscle to get there. Unless your goal is to completely like throw it all away and be a slob and, and look like you, you don't put in any effort, which I hope is not your goal, you need to build some level of muscle. You need to grow muscle. And in order to grow muscle, you need to do the things that I'm about to talk about. And actually, before I even get into those, when I say grow muscle and build muscle, that doesn't mean inches of muscle. That doesn't mean you're putting on necessarily like, you know, inches of muscle on your, your biceps, right? Or you're not, you know, you're not getting to this point just because I say that the words building muscle, it doesn't mean you're going to be, you know, squatting several hundred more pounds and, you know, going straight from where you're at now to like a bulky bodybuilder. Cause that seems to be something that everyone thinks when you use the phrase, put on muscle or build muscle, they think that you're going to go from, an average Joe Schmo looking person to someone that's just like ripped beyond belief. Okay. We're not talking about that. Uh, by the way, most people are not even capable of getting to that point. So I want you to throw that image out of your head. If that's even something you're thinking about, whether you're a man or woman. Okay. That's the other thing too. Women, uh, ladies, it is almost impossible for you to get so muscle bound that you look like a man. So don't think that if you go to the gym for three years and you train three or four days a week that you're going to look like a man because it's not going to happen. So when I talk about putting on muscle, what I'm talking about is millimeters, okay, in some cases centimeters of muscle, right? Not not inches. You're not going to you're not going to be ripping your sleeves. You're not going to be changing your wardrobe tomorrow. Uh, so I want that to be crystal clear, right? Putting on one pound of muscle across your whole body, 
does a lot aesthetically, but really not a lot in terms of, of mass, like size. So anyway, tip number one, right? This is a key tip, and these are kind of in order of importance, um, but they're all extremely important, right? So I'd say it's like, you know, it's uh, if I were to divide it up into percentages of, you know, making up the whole hundred percent of which, you know, this whole, like these three things being the most important, like, you know, all three of them together make up a hundred percent. This first one would be 40% and then the next two would be 30. Uh, but anyway, number one is eat. Okay. We're talking about growing muscle, putting on muscle, building muscle it requires you to eat. This is the number one thing that I have found that most people neglect to do. If they're trying to lose weight and if they're trying to put on muscle even, they decide that it's a good idea to undereat. And it's not because they uh, don't know to eat or anything like that. They just, they don't know enough. They don't respect enough the nutrition aspect of what it takes to grow muscle. So they don't eat enough, right? Um, you know, there's a lot of calories needed to build muscle. And I'm going to get into the macros in a second, but calories are, are required. Now I've talked a lot about calories in, calories out, net, net, and being at a deficit over and over and over again consistently and what uh, what it takes to lose weight, right? So being at a deficit every day for a long period of time, like 6, 12, 18 weeks, you know, you'll lose weight, you'll lose body fat. Um, and that's absolutely true. And on the contrary, right, on the flip side of that, if you are over, right, you're, you're taking in an abundance of calories every single day, day in and day out over and over and over again for 6, 12, 18 weeks, whatever, you're going to put on weight. And that is what is required in order to build muscle. Simply training, um, you know, a few days a week and then having some protein shakes like randomly throughout the day or whatever is not going to get you to a point where you're growing muscle. Not really, right? It's there's a few key things in the nutritional side that need to be looked at and monitored and adhered to almost on a, on a daily basis. Now you don't need to be obsessive over it, but you need to be very thoughtful about what you're eating in order to meet these things. So just to put things into perspective, if you're an adult, like over 18, 19, 20, and you're a male and you're, you know, of average height, somewhere between like five, eight and six, one or something, Chances are your caloric intake, if you're someone who trains a lot, is going to be somewhere between like, just to, just to maintain, is going to be somewhere between like 2,300 calories and, you know, 3,000, somewhere in that range. That's a pretty broad range, I understand, but it depends on your level of activity and how uh, much you train, your genetics, um, everything. A, a lot of factors go into it, but that's that's about the range of most adult men. So 2,300 to, to 3,000. You know, the older you get, the more that slows down and that number begins to drop. Women, on the other hand, um, going to be much lower. So somewhere between like, it, it really, again, it depends on a lot of variables, but somewhere between like 1,700 to like 21, 2,200, something like that. You know, that seems to be I'd say the the average window uh, from from women that I've talked to, dealt with, and and met, um, and and what that really means is your maintenance value is going to be somewhere in there. And I have resources available to help you actually find the real number, but that is 
around where you're going to be. So if you are trying to put on muscle, and the reason I'm even talking about this number is if you're trying to put on muscle, you need to eat more than that. So, you know, the first step is finding out your maintenance caloric number. And I can't tell you what that is. I just know roughly what your range is going to be based on like the law of averages. But, you know, whatever your maintenance number is, which is able to be calculated, you need to eat two to three to 400 calories over that every single day for an extended period of time, six, 12, 18 weeks. And what you eat uh, in addition to your normal food to get you over that number has to be something that you put a lot of thought into that's strategic, meaning you can't just eat a bunch of crap. It has to be macronutrient friendly food. So, you know, a, a high level of protein, a high level of carbs from good sources and um, some fats and not just, you know, big like balls of sugar, you know, no, no pop tarts and stuff like that. Like that's not really going to get you there. So we're going to talk about that here in a sec, but it's important that you understand that you have a caloric target just to keep you where you're at. It's called a maintenance value and you need to eat more than that maintenance value every single day for a long period of time in order to put on muscle, in order to grow muscle. Uh, so when I talk about the quality of food, I'm talking about things that are macronutrient friendly, meaning the proteins, carbs, and fats in that food are of a ratio that makes sense for what you need to eat. So in general, you should be eating, and again, there's variables here. This isn't an exact science. And every nutritionist, every trainer, every coach will, if they're educated and they're, they care about what they do, they'll tell you the same thing. There is no exact science, okay? Everybody's body is different, but there are really good starting points. And one of the main things that a lot of people overlook and uh, or don't give enough thought to when they start getting into muscle building is making sure they're eating enough carbs and making sure they're eating enough protein. Now, in general, this is, a, this is in general, this is very general, you should be eating about a gram of protein per pound of body weight. Right? Some trainers and coaches will say more. Some trainers and coaches will say less. Nutritionists have a completely different perspective, but we're talking about muscle growth. And protein is absolutely critical for muscle growth, okay? So you need to be consuming at least a, about a pound. Um, so if you weigh 200 pounds, you should be eating about 200 grams of protein. Um, and that, you know, that should be pretty simple to track because it's exactly what your weight is, right? So about a gram per pound. Uh, carbs, on the other hand, if you're trying to put on muscle, you can't carb cut, guys. You have to eat carbs. Carbs are critical for building muscle. And it's going to be a little bit higher. So you're really going to be eating more like one and a half grams of carbs per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you're going to be eating about 300 grams of carbs. Okay. Now, again, that number is going to vary depending on your situation and your genetics and what is calculated when you run the numbers. But that is about what you're going to be eating, about a gram and a half. That's kind of a rule of thumb, a good starting point. Okay. So those two things, fat is going to be all across the board. But those two things right there are worth just kind of hammering home and driving it really hard so that you really understand. Um, and that is the number one thing that most people don't do is paying attention to their protein intake and their carb intake. And if you do those two things and you're also paying attention to your calorie intake, your fat will actually work itself out to whatever it needs to be, uh, strangely enough, because those are the three things you need to worry about. Carbs, proteins, and fats. Those are your macronutrients. And if you balance two of them, and you get those to where they need to be, and you're also hitting your calories, then your fat will just be whatever it is. And that's that. 
Um, you know, I talk more about macros and everything in uh, episode seven. So I do recommend you go back and listen to episode seven for macros. Uh, but that is something that is so important. So, you know, I did say earlier that eating this first thing I'm going to talk about here for these three key, t- three key tips, uh, for muscle growth, um, you know, this first one is going to be like 40% of the whole picture, right? And the other two are going to each be 30. This is the most important one. It's, it's no matter what you do in the gym, it's not going to matter if you're not eating properly. So just keep that in mind. You need to eat to support the training. Okay. It's important that that happens. Uh, I can't stress that enough. Number two. Okay. This is also extremely important training, not exercising. There's a huge difference. If you go into the gym and you're exercising, okay, just general exercise, just like doing stuff, exercising, you're not really pushing yourself, you're not going to the the next level, right, but you still want to put on maximum muscle because that's what we're talking about here is growing muscle. You can't go in there and half-ass it and pussyfoot around. You need to go in there and train. We're training, okay? Training implies that you're doing things like practicing progressive overload, right? You're always challenging yourself. You're always, um, keeping yourself in a high, uh, high volume, meaning high weight, uh, low rep range, like a four to six rep range. And you're, you're stressing yourself so that you, you literally can't get past, you know, that sixth rep or that fifth rep. And what that's doing is that that's calling your body to, to bring forth all of its resources, everything it's got. And, and, and by doing that, you're, you're basically like shaking it to it, to its core, you know, in a sense, like you're, you're stressing it to the point where it, it has to grow because if it doesn't grow, it can't support the environment that it's in. And our bodies are so ad- adaptatious that they will do that. They will change in order to react to what it's experiencing day in and day out. So if you're constantly giving yourself the uh, type of training, putting yourself through the type of training that is progressively overloading your body, your body will adapt to that. It'll, it'll, it'll recognize that and it'll change. It'll grow. And as long as you're eating to support it, it'll continue to grow more and more. You'll get stronger. And I talk about this a lot. Strength is a function of muscle, muscle density and muscle mass and vice versa. Muscle mass and muscle, muscle density are a function of strength. So you can't build muscle without being strong and you can't build strength without having muscle. It just can't happen. So through progressive overloading and ultra hypertrophy style training, you will break down your body and rebuild it bigger and bigger and bigger. Again, I'm talking micrometers and millimeters at a time, but over, you know, period, like a long period of time, three months, six months, nine months, a year, you'll put on muscle and you'll have serious growth and you'll, you'll end up making massive leaps towards that goal that you're trying to get to. So training, not exercising. We don't go to the gym to exercise if we're actually trying to do something like put on maximum muscle or, or grow, right? Or build a ton of strength. If we go to the gym and we're not training, we're exercising. And if we're exercising, we're not doing those things. We're not building muscle, okay? Building muscle requires that you're training and that you're being very thoughtful and very strategic and very smart about what you do when you go to the gym and the types of exercises you do while you're training and the, the amount of weight that you're putting up and the rep range that you're going to be in and the way you're splitting up your muscle groups, 
right? Through your whole routine and your day to day to day to day schedule, right? You're being very thoughtful about that. And if you do that, then you're actually training like an athlete. And if you're training like an athlete, you're going to be putting yourself in a position to actually build muscle. Okay. So train with purpose. I can't say that enough. I think I'm going to start ending the podcast episodes with that actually train with purpose because that applies in literally every situation that I describe here on this podcast, not just this episode, but every podcast is that you train with purpose. Everything should be done with purpose, not just blindly. So again, guys, number two, training, not exercising. And finally, the last one, guys, is trusting the process. You know, I talked about this a lot in uh, episode six, actually. Uh, I called that one committing to the process, which is really what you need to do. And when I talk about the process, I talk about everything that I've been talking about in every podcast where, where you know, begins with goal setting. So you have a goal and then you develop an action plan, a strategy to get to that goal, right? If your goal is to lose weight, then your strategy would be to eat at a deficit and, you know, do all the right things to contribute to that. And in this case, we're talking about growing muscle. So your goal is going to be to grow muscle. And to do that, you're going to do the first two things that I just talked about here today. One, eat, okay? Strategically, thoughtfully. Second thing is training, not exercise. And you're going to do that in a way that maps to you putting on muscle. So you're going to go with a progressive overload type of approach, hypertrophy, a lot of heavy weight, uh, lower rep range type stuff, things that are going to put on muscle, things that are going to force your body to adapt and grow and develop and break down and repair itself bigger and stronger, right? And you need to trust that process because it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a week. It's not going to happen in a month, okay? And you have to commit to it and expect it to take four to six weeks until you see any change at all. You know, a week or two, you might feel a certain kind of tightness. You know, you might feel a little bit of a pump, right? But you probably won't see much of a difference, But after four or six or eight weeks, you'll begin to see something, okay? But even then, right, if you do see positive results, then you continue. You continue to trust the process. And, you know, I do a lot of 12-week window type training approaches when I talk to people. I'm setting people up with new programs and things. And that's because I think 12 weeks is really uh, an amazing, like, period of time to set a goal start working towards the goal and see results that lead to the goal. And, you know, I've been doing this so long and I understand like, you know, when to make tweaks and adjustments and pivots that, you know, I, I, I'm just used to it. Right. I understand it now. Uh, but anyway, you know, you need to, you need to really have a period of time set out ahead of time before you start. Uh, and then, incrementally check along the way but you need to commit to that whole period of time you can't you can't start making major adjustments halfway through or major adjustments after a week okay it's all about trusting the process i do encourage you to go back and listen to episode six where we talked about that because um you know that's 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 such a major part of it guys uh i really you know there's a lot of little tactics and there's a lot of little i'll call them hacks i guess just little things that you can hack in your in your daily routine that'll help contribute to that goal, but they're not going to themselves 
be major contributing factors. What I'm talking about is whatever you're taking for supplements, um, you know, how you're drinking your coffee, uh, whether you're drinking calories or not. You know, these are little tactics and little hacks and they do add up and they do contribute, but they are in no way, shape or form going to do the work for you. They're not. They're just, you know, they fill in that last 10%. But 90% of what's going to get you there is eating correctly, okay? And that is a huge part of it. And then training, not exercising, okay? And that third thing is trusting the process, meaning you have to commit to those first two. That's really what I'm saying is you have to commit to those first two. It's a reiteration of those first two. So eating correctly, training properly, strategically, thoughtfully, and then committing to that trusting and committing to that process. So, uh, you know, that's going to wrap up this episode, but these are the three key tips that I I'm telling you now, but I also tell everybody when I talk to anybody about building muscle, these are the things that they need to know. And it doesn't matter again, whether you're trying to be a bodybuilder and you're going to compete someday on stage. It doesn't matter if you're trying to become a model You know, it doesn't matter if you're just some dude that works a desk job and you just want to look better and you want to be more fit. That's okay. This is what's going to help you get there. And this can be implemented by anybody at any level because I guarantee you, whether you are that competing bodybuilder or you are just some dude or some chick that wants to put on a little bit of muscle and just be toned up for the summer or whatever, this needs to be implemented. Okay. It's no matter what level you're at. So again, just real quick, one more, eat properly train properly and trust and commit to that process. That's it. Listen, if you have anybody in your life that needs to hear these words and would benefit from hearing this podcast, share this with them, post it up on social, tag them, tag me, uh, reach out. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to talk to any one of your friends or colleagues that just needs some questions answered or is looking to do any of what we describe here today. And also, if you haven't yet, Uh, please subscribe to the podcast and rate me in iTunes. I would really appreciate that. It would help me reach more people and educate them on this entire strength of body and mind perspective and what we talk about here. So again, thank you guys so much. I love you and I will talk to you in the next episode. And remember, train with purpose. See you.